Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We are bellying up to the bar today. It's a little bit of a different day. If you if you look, it, we're going to call this Beauty and the Beast, maybe. I don't I don't know what we're going to call this at this moment. Uh, for those of you that are regular watchers, listener, you're going to notice we got an extra square here, like Hollywood squares. We got Dibs on with us. Uh, Dibs is going to be doing some co-hosting. The goal here is uh, he figures out how to do this whole thing. And then I can actually go on vacation and you guys don't have to watch me do shows from my iPad and things of that nature. So we can kind of increase that. So we brought dibs on and and you can actually see that dibs is a real person that actually does most of my posts. Uh, But we've also brought on with us today the stunningly handsome, ravishing Paul Cadillac at because he was harassing me before the show folks and his 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 <laughs> beautiful flash i know look at him look how red he is that is like that's because i'm always Su- susan can you tell me what color paint that is that we could go with 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 his uh complexion right now i mean meatball <laughs> that's what we had for dinner tonight so and, and we have the truly beautiful purely truly stunning and amazing at what they do uh the only hammer I know is out of the bottle of a bottle of bourbon. We have Susan and Paul Cadillac. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. But that was so great the way you guys were both like, thanks. Thanks for having us. <laughs> oh, I, can, <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to talk about Schmutty Ball for a moment. Oh, no, I can, I can be much more like a hello. Thank you for joining so that's the other thing. Bar podcast. Paul has run with he's got a Rhodes uh two pro two. So I'm pretty impressed by that. The geek in me that loves all this equipment and everything is definitely digging that. So before we get too far into this, let's go ahead and take care of a, a little bit of house cleaning here for everybody. As you always know, uh behind me to my right is sticker and a cause. If you've got something that you're supporting, something you believe in, I don't care what it is, if it's another podcast. You've got a show that you're supporting. You've got a Girl Scout troop you're supporting. I don't care what it is. If you reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, it's even our TikTok, it's all the Above the Bar Podcast. Even our emails, the Above the Bar Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a message. I'll give you the address. You send us a sticker. Dibs was noticing earlier. We've got uh from back when Miles Grix was on. We've got the frosty sticker up here behind us. Uh, we'll have to see if Susan and Paul have a sticker. We'll, we'll put a sticker up there on the board for them. But uh, make sure you reach out to us, like I said before, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, everything. It's all the Above the Bar podcast. Also, if your media looks like it needs a renovation and it's just not quite hitting it there, make sure you reach out to Media by Dibs. That's D-I-B-S. You can find Dibs on Facebook at Media by Dibs. You can find him on Instagram at Media by Dibs. And if you go on to, or excuse me, Instagram is Media by Dibs. Facebook's Media by Dibs. LinkedIn is Andrew Dibble. D-I-B-B-L-E-S. Make sure you tell him you're going to belly up to the bar. He'll give you a 10% discount on your first order and a free consultation. So all that's done. Dibs, you need to plug anything? 
No, I'm good, man. You plugged me. Okay, never mind. Sounded good. Yep. Yep. And just like that, we went into a whole nother show. I did not plug or peg Dib. That didn't happen. That was not a thing. Can I can I ask Dibs a question? Do you have any Groupons coming out soon for people if they want the uh, media Ooh, help? You know? I haven't even thought about Groupons. I could absolutely. You so, call it double dibble, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, oh I've definitely gone with because uh, I went by Drew by a little for a little while. Uh, definitely the double D. Like yeah. definitely, definitely went on that a little bit. So yeah. yeah. I, Dibbles I like and bits. Nibble. I mean, there's a lot oh, of things you can go with that. Like that. So my streaming name for video games is Dibs and Bits. Right. Like, yeah. When I dibble, dibble, you dibble, you know, it's like do the dibble, you know, the dance. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can go with a lot. I'm, I mean, we're, I mean, th- again, I knew this shit was going left the minute they logged on and they, <laughs> they, they had a sign up with my, with the show name and everything on it. I was like, yep, we ain't getting shit done today. Are you, now, do you, are you guys over there? You got a little beverage for you? You got a beverage tonight? Yay, nay? What are we doing? You, uh, Zima right over here. That's what, yeah, uh, please tell me you have a Zima with a I shot of grenadine actually. in it. I have a Fresca. That's what I have. He's obsessed uh, with Fresca. Well, we, we, we got our Helderberg bourbon. Uh, and we guys are in Boston, right? Boston area. Oh, you're, you're, you're muted. You guys are muted. Is that better? Yeah. There I, we go. Oh, there we go. Right. So you guys know. are in the Boston area, right? Yeah. We're about 20 minutes north of Boston. We're um, in Burlington, Mass. Nah. See, Boston is at least one of those cities. I tell people this all the time. Have you ever been to Chicago? No, but I would, I'm dying to go. My kids are baseball fans, and they want to go see like the Cubs and stuff. So, anytime you meet, anytime you meet anybody from Chicago, and Dibs will probably tell you this: if you ever met a Marine from Chicago, they're never from Chicago. They're never. You're like, yeah. hey, where are you from? Chicago. What part? Like two hours north. Yeah. Oh. The Canadian, the Canadian border. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's no joke. Yeah. <laughs> right. It, yeah, it's no joke. I literally, I saw a sign that said the best Chicago land casino when I was living out there, and it was in Indiana. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, that makes sense. Like, yeah, why, why not? Not even in the same state. Way to go, Chicago. So, so let's get into it. And for those of you watching the ticker slide across the bottom here, it says Cadillac Homes, and that's Cadillac with a K. So it's K-A-D-I-L-A-K, which I just think is such a cool spelling for Cadillac because I'm like, I'm digging it. Uh, so... Right now, and I want to make sure I, so you've got the YouTube channel and the YouTube channel is. So we've got YouTube, we've got um, Facebook, we've got Instagram, Pinterest. We're pretty much all over the place. Most of our videos are on Facebook. We've got a bunch of videos on YouTube um, and we put a lot of our stuff. We, we're kind of, we're kind of everywhere. And we have the app that has the show on it as well. And now tell me about the app because that, that I was really curious about. So we, so the app is a home renovation show. It's called Renovation Rekindle. So there's 10 episodes on the app um, from season one. Um, we have season two coming out in the fall. And there's a bunch of other content on there from all the social stuff that we've posted the last five years. So we started putting videos out on social media probably about five years ago. Um, and that was really the start of kind of the videos and, you know, and that just kind of grew. We're doing home renovations. We're building homes. We're doing all that stuff. We're filming it, we're putting it out there. And just kind of, as we were doing it, people were like, you know, we want, we want to see more. We want to see more finished projects. We want to see clients. And, you know, as we've been doing this, we had a bunch of production companies reach out to us about doing something with the network. Um, and ultimately we decided not to go that route. Uh, they, you have to agree to a lot of things. (laughs) 
to go that route. And we, are, we yeah, we're did not feel that it was a good route for us. I'm real curious about that. Cause I was going to ask about that. Like, have you been approached? Cause you guys have that look. I'm going to be honest with you. you. You've got the look like you definitely have it. Cause you have a, I mean, you have a real quality person. You have a Sean too, right? You have your own Sean. Yeah, we have a show on. It's in it's airs in New England, but we launched the app so that people because we have people that follow us on in different parts of the country, and they so that all the people can see it as well because it's only on in New England. So the app is access for everybody to be able to see it if they want. Go ahead, Susan. Go ahead and say what you were going to say, Susan. Do you uh, have a show on? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for talking. <laughs> I think he said Do you have a show on, not a show. Oh, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. I block out his name sometimes too. It's okay. It's, it's so, is my, so is my wife. It, it happens yeah, all the time. Yeah, I ride fire yeah. trucks too, so I can't hear. Sometimes the <laughs> sirens are very loud. So, but, but yeah, you so have we, you have a Sean, though, right? We we have an in-house video person who does um, the tell define a Sean. Yep. Well, no, because I'm a Sean, so he yeah. would be your Sean. So you have a yeah. Sean. Yes. Every, yeah. Everybody yeah. needs a Sean. Yeah. You know, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I get it now. Yes, I have a Sean. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. why, that's why right. I need a Sean because I'm the boring one. And it's okay. We're you know, just yeah, we both we both totally feel that that I apologize. Let's rewind. Let's ask that again. That's <laughs> right again. Yeah. So you guys have a Sean also. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want a Sean? I mean, Don't you all want a Sean? Everybody <laughs> loves Sean, right? Go with you. We're going to do this. I only have four buttons because I use a P4 mm-hmm. in, in studio. I want the P8 so bad you have no idea. But I have a P4. Oh, I so I only have four sound. Oh, I you do, do know. know. Oh, um, yeah. Would you like to talk about my P4 or maybe my P8? I would love to do that. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> this, is whole, this shit's gone so left already. I love every bit of it. <laughs> I love this every is my moment. life every single day. So, so one of the things that, as I was looking into your guys' stuff, and I wanted to get kind of a vibe for this. So, so you're you're renovating. You're you're not renovating to flip. You're renovating for for like clients and, and stuff like that, right? So both. So we do okay. purchase some properties where we're a lot of times the properties that we purchase we're doing a complete knockdown and rebuild. But sometimes we do renovate um, to resell, depending on the house. If it's something that's salvageable and the numbers make sense we will renovate and resell we, we it. try not to knock every house down that we work on but the costs have just skyrocketed and so quickly what do you mean West. yeah um you know like pencils the cost of pencils went up <laughs> significantly uh, you know so like 59 cents i think they're at 99 now so uh, since covid just the past 12 months construction materials have gone up 20 percent, and that's in the past 12 months 12 months and previous to that they went up you know, it, they've just gone up a crazy amount. So I'll give you an example. We were at a client's house the other day. We built their house in 2019 and I needed to find something in their file. And I came across their lumber quote from 2019. So this is just for like two by four is lumber, that kind of stuff. It was about $36,000. That same house today is about 90 to 95,000 no just for lumber. Shit. Yeah. American money too. <laughs> wow. Not pesos. No peso, man. No, no pesos. No. No. So that's in like a very short period of time. So as everyone sees, you know, the the real estate market is shooting up. You're also like the cost, just the cost to produce housing and and renovate houses has gone up so fast and by so much that sometimes 
you know, maybe even three or four years ago, we could look at a house and say, okay, it makes sense. We can renovate this and resell it as a remodel. But, but now the numbers are just so crazy. It doesn't always make sense to do that. So yeah. So I was just going to, I was just going to touch on that with the, cause I've heard the interest rates, like we're trying to actually sell our house in Northern Michigan. And yeah. when we first started the process, we, we started doing some like just DIY type reno, which total respect for you guys. Nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as We've tried to sell it when we first started our real estate agents like, yeah, no problem. You'll be able to sell it. No problem. And now it's been on the market since May and we've got three people going through it. So it's one of those as we're trying to do small reno, it makes it, 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 we're trying to stay within that price range. And he's like, oh, maybe you should drop again. No, it's not financially. It doesn't make financial sense. So, I mean, yeah, I, I can give you a quick back story of kind of what we do overall. So Susan's actually a licensed, um, broker. So we have a real estate brokerage. Um, she was building when I met her. Um, and then I got my builder's license and then started building with her a couple of years later after I got in the fire department. So um, we're both involved in the building side of things. She does all the design, um, you know, so anything from finding a house to selling it to renovating it to, you know, tearing it down and building new um, to designing it, you know, we do design build. That's we're pretty much encompassed with anything that has to do with a house overall. So we've had clients that we have found them a property, tore it down, built them a house, then sold their oh, house. Wow. Um, we've had clients, you know, we try to just be very transparent with our clients because it's very difficult. The trust in contractors is getting better, but it's still difficult for people. So we always try to be very transparent and just be upfront with them, um, you know, which can be difficult conversations at the time. But I think being able to put ourselves out there, you know, people um, follow us and, and see what we do and kind of see who we are and what we do. And um, that definitely helps, you know, in terms of getting jobs and people calling and so forth. Yeah, especially being there. Go ahead, Sean. Well, I was going to say, you bring up a great point about trusting contractors. And there's so many of those websites out there. There's the Angie list and, and there, there's another one, uh, Tack or, or something like that. Thumbtack. Thumbtack. Yeah, yeah. Thumbtack. What is, you know, it, it, obviously you're this is not an endorsement one way or the other for either of those sites yeah but what has been your experience or or have you met folks like i i tell people all the time my electrician that i use i met him through angie's list and i'll never i never have to go on angie's list again he's on my phone i pick it up if i need something you know he's there i recommend him to people all the time and but he's one of these guys i tell people don't ask me for an electrician unless you're doing work He's going to come to your house. He's going to quote you and he's going to have the parts in his hand and be like, are you ready to get this done? He's not there to play games with you. What has been your experience with those or, or would you recommend them? Or is it still that same crapshoot that's out there with finding a good contractor? Yeah, I think, I think those sites are, are, they can be tough. And sometimes you can look out at, you know, as you've seen, I, I think it's really hard because construction is still one of those, um, fields where things are done by hand. It's, you know, it's, it's a skill level. It's, you know, not all electricians are the same. You could have gotten someone else, um, and that you may not have been as happy with. Um, so I think that that's really hard in our industry, which is, you know, part of why we, we put so much of our stuff out there. So like when people call us, like they know what they're going to get. And a lot of times with contractors, you know, you're busy, you're on the jobs all the time, you're running around, you're trying to get things done. And the last thing you want to do is post stuff on social media. You just want to work, you just want to get the jobs done. So it's, um, it, it's definitely, it's definitely hard. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people find recommendations of the way to go. So I'm sure your, your electrician is happy that you're giving his name out. 
Oh, I, I love my electrician. Like, I can't even. He's he's a little bit of a psychopath, uh, but I think I think once you get it get into different trades, you know, you you've you've dealt with enough. Uh, like he's told me stories. He's like, people people will call him up and be like, "I need this done." He's like, "This is the price," and they're like, "I'll give you a third of that." He's like, "No, I don't think you understand what I'm right. telling you. <laughs> this is the price for me to do that." Yeah, right. I'll give you even less than the first time I said it, and he's like, I, "They just don't get it." Like, right. So, I mean, I think, and, 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 no, please, go I wanted to hear what your experience with that has been. No, no, no. I was just going to say, I think there's, you know, just like any profession, you know, there's amateur ball players, there's professional, right? So there's different skill levels, there's different things. So some guys do only, um, you know, homeowners, other guys just want to do builders, you know? So it's really also finding what fits for you. So that's a big thing for us is when we do go meet with clients, um, the bigger Thing for us is do we get along with them do they get along with us are we their contractor are they our client because we're not everybody's contractor and they're not all our clients and that's okay you know um is it a good fit because we we have a currently a couple we've been dealing with them for probably about what nine months now and we're getting ready soon to you know they're going to be moving out and we're going to tear the house down and build new so and we haven't done anything yet you know this is just the planning phases of it so you get to know people very organically um you know you see the good the bad you know you get to know them whether you want to or not. So it's a very, 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 um, you know, it's an emotional you process. Get along, you know? right? Just like you say, you love yeah. your electrician. You, you got to love your electrician. Right. You got to trust them. Yeah. You, know? you, you, you have to be able to, you have to be able to do that. I mean, like that, that's one of the things I was going to ask is how are you or how are your clients finding you guys? Cause I mean, like we had to find someone up here to, I've got a great Dane that decided it'd be cool to chew half a hole through our drywall. And uh, I had to mm -hmm. find a, uh, contractor come up here and i found just somebody that on facebook that just does has been doing drywall for 45 years only accepted cash only did this but i got quoted out 250 by one person and this guy's like oh, no, i'll do it for 50 and it's just like how are you guys getting your clients to come up and approach you or are you approaching them i mean is it a obviously you said with a relationship being built referrals or I yeah. usually hold a sign when people come off the highway. And like, <laughs> do you do you do the surfboard spin it thing? And like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I mean, I mean, go ahead, Susan. No, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Oh, people I, want to hear what you just, have to say. Just, I just say nonsense. <laughs> I, just I, already, pretty. I just want to hear you say no, Margaret Apara. That's really what I want to hear. <laughs> just one quick, I want thing I want to say about you know when when they say the price, this is the price. Like people need to understand. The tr going into the trades, the way, you know, the way, like when I grew up, it was like, if you don't go to college, you're going to end up working at, you know, in a fast food restaurant. That was kind of the message that they gave kids and people. And the result of that today is that every five people who leave the trades, only two are coming in. We don't have enough people in the trades. We don't have enough people, you know, in those fields. So, with the prices skyrocketing and with the labor shortage, which we're especially feeling in the trades, like, you know, that that's kind of how it is. Like, the, you know, it's it's hard to to get people to show up because everybody's so busy. It's, it's hard to get materials and the materials are expensive. So, you know, I think that's a um, natural thing is, you know, our, you know, what are they charging me? You know, this and that, especially where things have, have changed so quickly. So I think that is something just for people to keep in mind that, that there's not, it's, it's hard to find people. And for us, the way we're, the way our clients come to us typically is through our social media. Most of our clients will watch us for, I don't know, probably a year or so before they actually ever reach out to us. 
Now, what do you now? Are you saying through the app they'll watch you? Is that what you're referring to? So some people watch the show. Some people will watch the videos we put out on social media. Some will just watch like we post pictures and different things every day, and they'll just like follow the stuff that we're putting out. Now, I, I'm just curious. So I know both Dibs and I are um, not the best with. Like I have lots of tools. I'm the guy who goes and buys all the really cool tools, but I'm not really good at using them. But I buy them mostly, and my wife I know is probably watching because my wife initially will say to me like. Hey, can you go put that up? No. <laughs> and then she'll be like, well, then I'm going to hire somebody. I'll be damned if you're going to test my manhood. Right. I will go put that shit up. And, then, I'm, fall down. <laughs> and, and then it's horribly done. And then I'm like, see, I told you you shouldn't even ask me. You should have just hired somebody. To start see, see, I'm the opposite, Sean. I go buy the tools for my wife so that she can go and do them. Cheryl I, is definitely the, the go-to. I, like, yep. <laughs> I bought her a table saw for Christmas. <laughs> I love Susan that. Susan had a dump truck when I met her. My first date, I went to pick her up. She had a dump truck. So yeah, what? would have been cooler if she picked you up in said dump truck. That's <laughs> true. I went to pick her up. She had a dump truck and drove in. She said, "Whose dump truck is that?" She's like, "It's mine." And I was like, "That's oh, so awesome." I gotta, I gotta investigate this more. <laughs> That's so awesome. Like, now I gotta know, why, Susan, why did you have a dump truck? Because I was building houses, I was doing yes, construction. So I was building when I, when I met Paul. I was already a, I was building houses. I was in the in construction. I was in the in the field. So now, if I'm watching your videos, and this is, I want people to understand this. Am I watching those? And it's similar to a HGTV. Oh, look, we did it from the start, and look, it's all magic, and then we're gonna go. And is it that, or is it? This old house, you know, grizzled guy with three fingers telling me <laughs> how to, like, use the chop saw. And I'm like, that dude's scary. He's got four teeth and two are in his pocket. Like, like, what level are we at here if we're, we're watching the videos and we're getting into this? And again, yeah. folks, this is all on at Cadillac Homes. And that's K-A-D-I-L-A-K Homes. And that's Facebook. That's LinkedIn. They're on Cadillac Homes. That's on YouTube. They're Cadillac Homes. That's on Instagram. There are Cadillac Homes. Uh, the app, say it one more time for me if they want the app. The app is called Renovation Rekindle. And Renovation Rekindle for the app. So if I'm if I'm on these, what am I getting out of these videos? So the app, so the app is a show. It's kind of like like kind of like of an HGTV show where you're watching, you know, the client, the project from beginning to end with the full reveal at the end. So that is what is on the Renovation Rekindle app. Okay. And then on social media, there'll be a lot of before and afters. There, there might be a video of Paul taking a shower in the showroom. Um, the Kohler showroom, yes. yeah. It's incredible. <laughs> Playing uh, golf on the toilet, <laughs> swimming with uh, rubber duckies, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so you might see that. You might see him wearing his mullet in the uh, countertop showroom. Um, or you'll see him installing, you know, different things in the before and after. So you could just kind of see anything. So, you know, as we've been putting that stuff out, like I said, our clients a lot of times will watch us for about a year. So they know when they call us that there's a pretty high chance that there's going to be a video of Paul doing something bizarre in their house that, that will be put. So is this app really like Paul's OnlyFans? Like that's really <laughs> what this is? All the views on it are me, I think. I'm pretty sure. But just guys, I can do it. <laughs> Yeah, so the app is the show. Some social, uh, there's a lot of social media content on there as well. Just from like we've been putting videos out for about five years, so there's a ton of videos on there, a ton of content on there, and then it's but it's different from the social media content. The social media content is, 
you know, it's shorter. It's, you know, depends on the platform. It's all different content. It's a more polished version so that you can get the whole feel gotcha. of the experience. So it's like who the people are, what, what their problems are, what, you know, Susan can design, then the execution of it. And then we reveal it to them. So it's a legitimate reveal. Like I went to great lengths to make sure that they could not get into their house at any point. I changed their locks. I put plywood walls <laughs> up. Well, you know, brown, wanted, brown paper on the windows. Yep, pe no peeking in the windows. New. I, one guy's like, Hey, I can't get in my garage. I'm like, I know. He's like, how do I get in? I go, what do you need? I'll get it for you. I go, I got the keys. I was like, he's like, I can't get in. I go, uh, uh, cause this access to what we're, we're working. I go, you can't go in there. Oh, it's wait. So great. So, it's, so it's, that, yeah, it's, <laughs> we want it to be special for them, you know, as a real true reveal so they could really take it in once it was, you know, complete, you know. So we got to sit there with them in the room when they took the blindfolds off and saw it for the first time. And that was something that was very cool for us to experience because it's very humbling seeing people kind of overwhelmed, you know, with joy. And it's like they made it like they, you know, they planted the flag on the top of the mountain, just something they've always dreamed of having. And they just could never quite articulate it or put it together. And that's what Susan's really good about is kind of pulling those pieces out of people's heads and putting that design together for us to execute and uh, change their life. See, that's super cool. So you see your your cohesiveness there. You see that you guys were working towards that end goal. But then we talk about Susan with the dump truck and we talk about Paul in the, the shower. Like, how is it working together for you guys? I mean, obviously you look at some of these things you're like, oh, there's no way that they are this, like that they get along this well behind the scenes. But I mean, like, how is it working together? Oh, no. I mean, you know, Susan has a similar sense of humor in me, but she's just much, you know, she doesn't, uh, she's not a loud mouth, you know, she's, she's very intelligent. She doesn't, I think out loud, you know, she keeps it in her head. <laughs> it made us the best way to explain it. You know, I'm like, so she's yeah. a little less, little less Boston. Then. Yeah. I just laugh at him. I mean, I have to, you know. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean she she's not as comfortable doing the videos i don't really care you know again i i also i'm a firefighter full-time i work you know at the fire station had locally so i work 24 shifts so you know the guys there too they can they can very much tell you all your flaws very quickly and you learn about them and you just learn to kind of accept them and be like yeah, yeah you know that that's that's me yeah i don't know what to tell you it's a great quality. You know, they joke about me having OCD about certain things, the way I do things. And I'm like, yeah, it's a gift. You guys are just jealous, you know? So I, I get, it. get it. I get it com completely. Now, I mean, again, and I've already hinted at this at any point in time, Paul, I need to know if you've yelled out, no, ma, I need to know if that's ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> I mean, you know, probably at some point I would say, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're a hockey family too. We're, you know, Bruins, you know, we're a hockey family. So yeah, now I'll let, I'll let dibs talk to you all about that hockey. I'm not a hockey person at all. Mm. I grew up in Baltimore. So like that wasn't a hockey thing. Right. Like, like we had the skipjacks when I was a kid, which doesn't even exist anymore. So I'll let dibs. He's like all into hockey. He makes hockey designs for teams and all that shit. I don't like, I'm actually a part owner of a hockey team up in Northern Michigan. Um, oh, we're a wow. small, like semi-pro team, uh, kind of like single A if you were comparing it to baseball. So yeah, that's what he mentioned. Frosty is what he called it, but Frostbite's like our mascot. Oh, that's <laughs> Whatever that thing is. I mean, you have a hockey beard, so it's like, you know, that's, that thing's meant for to have a helmet on top of your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, me or him? You. Oh, man. Yeah, look at that thing, that full gruff there. I can't do that because of the firefight, and we can't have beards because it won't seal out the mask, won't seal our face. That's why a lot of them have mustaches. 
Well, that's why both well both Dibs and I were in the Marine Corps for I was in it for twenty years. He was in it for like twenty minutes. And uh <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. And, uh, I got to, I'm the gunny. I get to do what I want to do. Well, but hey, uh, thanks for your service. Yeah, that, well, look, you're doing something that I couldn't yeah. ever do. I'm not running into I'm I'm not standing too close to the fire out back. So you you get more credit than I do. No, 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 no. Just I've got a an old gas stove. I, I that that's that's about the fire extent that I got. I could use you guys to get me in a new stove. You know, I've always <laughs> been infatuated with fire. Always when I was a kid, I used to light big fires, and then I was like, oh, I should probably not do that. And then uh, you know, I, I wanted to feel good job. Probably when I was sixteen, I knew that's what I wanted to do. And school was not my wheelhouse. You know, um, it just you know it got to a point where there's no uh, no return for me. So. You know, I got through school and then, uh, you know, got, it took me 12 years to get on the department because you have to test every year that they offer it to stay current on the list. So oh, wow. um, test and test and test. And then I, I got on, uh, well, I met Susan a couple of years after that. I had got on and then that's when, you know, um, I started doing the construction with her and that was like 2008. So it was like a very, very dark time for the country. <laughs> I, was, I was about to say that. So you, you guys started this right after the housing crash. Yeah, I've been. So I, I come from a family of builders. Like my dad was a builder. My grandfather was a builder. Um, they had Anyone named Bob? Uh, no, actually, I'm going to tell you their names. The so, full Italian family. Yeah. <laughs> full Italian. My dad and my grandfather, born in Italy. So my grandfather's actual name was Guido. True story. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yeah. Oh, wait, it gets yeah. better. Yeah, my father's name is Danilo. I've got um Dominica. So like, so, at, you know, so and as... Your a, other grandfather. My too. other grandfather was Benny Amino. Yeah, it's like forget about it. Yeah. So when they came here, you know, they all got made fun of for not speaking English and all that. So we all got American names. They didn't want us speaking Italian. They, you know, they they want us all Americanized. Um, and, you know, as a kid, they always had us on the job sites. I was always doing quotes. I was always like, you know, they would be putting driveways in or, you know, building houses or whatever. They'd be doing all that stuff. And I don't know why we were on the job sites, but that's where we were, you know, just as kids. And and they were always building stuff. They were always renovating houses. And um, my grandfather had a backhoe and he always let my brother go in it. And I wanted to run the backhoe. And he was like, no, you can't go in there because you're a girl. And I was like, well, <laughs> I want to go in the backhoe. So they would never let me go in the backhoe, which is probably why I had a dump truck. Um, so I blame um, Guido for that, but it's okay now. The power um, I almost said so, so I almost said something horrible when you said my grandfather had a backhoe. I almost said, you mean a gumad? I almost said that, and that wouldn't have been right. That had been a horrible thing to say. <laughs> so here, so you'll appreciate this, and Susan. So even though my full name is as Irish as you're gonna get, as Irish as you're gonna get, there's the only thing missing is a Mick in my name. <laughs> my grandmother was the first person in our family born here from Sicily. Oh wow, Dartia Maranto. My grandmother was uh, Ro Rose Valenziano. And, you know, all those things, but none of, none of them spoke Italian, none of them. Like my grandmother knew it, my great grandmother knew it, but my father, his brothers, nobody spoke Italian. And I think it was the same kind of idea. Like, no, no, you're here now, right. hurry up and speak that language. So nobody knows who you really are. Right. Well, they used to, so my, my mother, when she went to school, she remembers the teacher yelling at her mother because she spoke Italian and she didn't speak English. So they were, you know, they were razzed a lot and given, you know, they took a lot of flack for, you know, for, for coming, you know, for not being, 
native and, and for speaking another language. And, you know, so like my, you know, my, my mother would, would say she remembered the teacher, like yelling at her mother, you know, you, you need to teach these kids to speak English. So, you wow. know, so they, so they were all very, you know, we all have American names and they were adamant. They didn't like, we understand Italian because they spoke in the house all the time. And I think that we didn't know what they were saying. Um, but it's like baseball didn't. hand signals, <laughs> but they hundred percent. Well, put it this way. My youngest son, his, one of his middle names of our youngest son is a uh, Vincenzo. Oh, there you go. Cause we couldn't like all my kids. I was always like, I had an uncle named, we called him uncle Marty, but his real name was, um, God, I can't even think of his real name right now, but it was like super like Nunzio. It was Nunzio. Yeah, yeah it was Nunzio. <laughs> So I was like, I want to name one of my kids Nunzio. And, and, and my wives were like, fuck you are. No. <laughs> she has an uncle chicken palm. <laughs> oh, that's so great. But hey, now that's, that's, that, that's incredibly, I mean, that's sad. If you look at how it is now, like I've got two kids uh, and I want them to learn another language. Like I would love for them to have another language. And it just like so many people were ostracized back in the day because it wasn't the thing and now if you're able to i mean i want to learn how to speak spanish just so i can hear people talking crap about me while <laughs> i'm standing at the taco truck but yes. it's funny you say that because susan actually speaks fluent portuguese uh in, in addition yeah i i can barely speak english as i'm sure <laughs> so i was about to say paul guys like you and me who come from come from cities with horrible accents uh if i was back home in baltimore it starts coming out and it's like, hey, listen here there, hon. I'm gonna tell you right now, I am not trying to hear this at all. Yeah. Like I'd be like, let's go to Dunks and get some coffee. You know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. go to Blossom we'll Park the Cows, hit the Sox game. Give me a pack of mobs and a in a medium regular, please. Yep. Thanks, doll. Does it get worse as you get upset and more intense? I've watched interviews with people who have stifled them. I think Mark Wahlberg was one of the main ones. They stifle it and then they start getting intense and doing something. And then it just comes out like yeah. you're, you're back. <laughs> you're back there. Yeah. Susan speaks fluent Portuguese. So that's very helpful. You know, we do have a lot of uh, immigrants that, that work and I give them all the credit in the world, picking up, leaving your country, coming here, not speaking language. That takes a 100%. serious set of balls to do that. And you can't knock somebody for trying to make a better life for their family. Or, or uh, I, I'm such a D and I guy. Like I, I talk to people about it all the time. And for those who don't know, it's diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, I take time on my own just to read articles and understand it and all those things. So absolutely. I never understand people that are like that say those kind of things that make no sense. And I'm not going to repeat them here. And I go, listen, jackass, do you know your lineage with all this? Right. Now I am. Hey, Aaron. Uh, well, I got to know. Have did any of her grandparents teach you how to lay brick? Because the best bricklayers I have ever known. I got a buddy that I grew up with who still does it to this day. His name is another great Italian name. His name is Guy G U I. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he is he's about the size of a brick wall, and he lays brick. Uh, anybody, anybody, any of her grandparents or uncles or anybody come to you and be like. Paul, let, let me talk to you for a minute. Let me show you well, she's, how to do this. Unfortunately, her uncles were, I mean, her, her uncles, her grandfathers were passed when we had met, but yeah. her father did. But they were brick, but they were, that's what they did. Every, yeah. Almost everything he built was brick. Everything was brick. All the buildings the were brick. All the houses were brick. As we grew up in was all brick in the front. Everything was brick. He probably <laughs> built it, didn't he? He built that. The brick oh, yeah. In front of it. 
Yeah. And, you know, some of the buildings he built, there was a, they were knocking down another brick building. And, and my father told me my grandfather got, took all the recycled bricks, made them sit there and chip all the mortar. Off yeah. the Old school. Have fun. Go get the, get that off of there. Exactly. Yeah. It's so good. Let's go. We're going to use it. So good. Let's use it. Oh, that's do you sweet. find yourself trying to like go back? Obviously you were talking about lumber and things like that, but do you find yourself trying to pull a little bit of that uh, heritage out? I mean, obviously it depends on what the client wants and needs, but do you find yourself trying to maybe sometimes trying to push them a little bit towards that, uh, that aspect of it just to kind of pay homage? No, I mean, you know, every client's different, but Paul's laughs at me because we're, we're building our own house right now and I'm tiling the entire First floor. Ceilings, walls. That's, that's so Italian. Please so, right tell me there's lions out front of the house. Lions are on order. They're back ordered right <laughs> I now. Knew COVID, it. So. I knew it. <laughs> there was no doubt in my mind there was lions somewhere. Come with lions. Yeah. Come on, guys. Oh. She picks very pretty tile, though, so it does look good. You know, It's masculine enough, but it's yet soft enough when you come in that you feel comfortable. I'm a subway tile. Like when we yeah. did our bathroom wow. in my in my basement, uh, my, my contractor, great contractor, local here, in the Albany area, uh, he calls it the bulletproof ba- bathroom because this wall behind me that you see is a real brick wall in my basement. Oh, nice! And the bathroom door is a commercial steel door. <laughs> and then it's a tiled bathroom with cinder blocks behind the tiles. So he calls it the bulletproof bathroom. I'm like, that's what I'm going to hide out for the apocalypse. I'm just going to. Yeah. It's like a safe room. Nothing will get you. (laughs) They built one. Well, you know, and that kind of brings it up because I was, I was that person. I I have, I have a safe room and it's, but it's for my safe. So it's physically for my safe. But when they built it, they did the drywall, three quarter inch plywood. Then they put the, um, the studs in three quarter inch plywood drywall. And then the cedar all in the room. And you're not, I always tell people, if you get in there, that's, congratulations (laughs) congratulations <laughs> you want you want it in there and i wasn't shit i was going to stop you from doing it but but as you're doing these renovations and especially you know we joked around about how people want to save money on the other end of the spectrum has there been anyone that's come to you that's been like i don't give a what you do i want this and you were like i don't i don't know what do you want you you, you want you want animatronic dancing squirrels coming out of the ceiling. I don't understand. And a fountain like anything <laughs> like that for you guys. Now my grandfather had a fountain at his house. I love your grand. Please tell me your grandfather made dandelion wine. Please tell me. He didn't, he didn't make wine. No, he had, we had great vines at his house. He I had, he it. had the fountain in the yard. Um, sorry, that's not what you asked. Um, Paul. I don't care. No, I'm just <laughs> listening. It's, it's true. He, there's, there's, just reminded me of the fountain I mean, in the middle of the yard that we used to. You know, the, the, her grandmother's house had two kitchens naturally, right? You know, absolutely right. So yeah. our house that we're building has two kitchens as well. It should, right? You have yeah. to have a canning kit. Yeah, one is for canning and one is for cooking. Well, our 11 year old son loves to cook, but he does not like to clean. So I told him he has to. I said, "You're not allowed in the kitchen. You have to go in in the little kitchen." And he says, "Well." But I want to, but I want to use that stove. And I'm like, until you learn to clean, you are not, no, you're not going anywhere. You're going in, you know, because one of the kitchens was for show that, you know, that they would use when people came over and the other kitchen was the one that they would use. And so I told him you have a kitchen you can use. 
Yeah. Our grandmother had that room that had plastic on the lamps and the couch. Yeah. You, know, you can't so go in. Yeah. This is the room that's a, it's a museum. You know, nobody goes in there. I think no. our cat was the only thing that went in there. But Oh, yeah. When we were kids, we used to try to go in there all the time, yeah. and she would catch us. Paul, I, I grow over 100 bulbs of garlic a year. Really? Uh, yeah. I'll be playing. They go in the ground uh, by Halloween, and they come out of the ground by 4th of July. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that, is, that is the rules. That is how you do this shit. And, yeah. Like, and I, I, I understand everything you're saying, but, but back to the original question, because it sounds <laughs> to me like, like Susan and I have had some uh, similar experience. Lasagna was lasagna on Thanksgiving or on uh, Christmas. Were you seven fishes or lasagna? Uh, oh, Christmas Eve was the, you know, all, all the fishes, but then lasagna was just a p- part of the course at every holiday. It's, you know, it's like 75 courses and lasagna was always one of them. See, we were lasagna or the manicotti. Oh, oh yeah. Pitzels, yep. pitzels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time. I, I, I will jack up an entire sleeve of pitzels. <laughs> that, that, and Stelladora breadsticks and coffee. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what anything we're talking about right now, Paul? Do you understand any of it? I do, because my grand, my mother's Italian, my grandmother. There sister, you go. I, I know all. I know all. <laughs> oh yeah. I grew up eating that stuff too. You know. Well, see, I was waiting for you to. You know, I was waiting for the, uh, the very South Boston. And I'll tell you my Boston story in a minute. I only have one. Um, but back to the original question. How about that question of like, have people ever like asked you something so outrageous where you were like, I don't know, but you still did it? Yes. Well, I mean, not outrageous. It depends what you consider outrageous. So we had, um, it, it's actually in the first season, which is on the app, but one of our, uh, one of the people that bought one of the houses, um, she wanted to surprise her husband. He's a big movie guy. So they say, can you finish the attic? Um, and we, we were a very far point in the house already. So, you know, we agreed. We're like, okay, we can still do some things in there and so forth. So she's like, he wants to make it a movie theater room. He never, you know, he never treats himself and so forth. And I guess he saw this like fiber optic star ceiling at some house and he was in love with it. And it's, it's not a cheap ceiling. So she's like, Paul, I want to put the ceiling in. She's like, can you do that? And I was like, I don't know how to do it, but I will figure it out. So I measured it. Me, my finished carpenter, my electrician, between the three of us, we figured it out. My, me and my finished carpenter hung it, hung the thing, got it up and running. Um, and it was super, super cool to see because the ceiling oh, was painted good. dark. Um, it was like a real dark. That was, did we do that one black? Yeah, we even yeah. painted like the inside of the recessed light so that it matched. And right. it had like a shooting star. It was right. cool. It was pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. A shooting star? Yeah. Yeah. They come in big panels and you got to piece everything together. The measurements have to be right. We had a like a, a register on the ceiling for the HVAC. So we actually closed it up and shifted it to another point. So it wouldn't be in that, you know, it wouldn't be in the middle of that ceiling. And then the lights, like Susan said, we pulled the trims out and painted those black. So it just would all, you know, it would all look cohesive. That's bad. So, yeah. So talking attics and basements, uh, what we've all seen movies where dead bodies, <laughs> tons of money, like, have you guys found anything? I mean, even not even to that point, like I've seen newspapers, really cool stuff that people yeah. use uh, inside the walls. Like what's some of the cooler things that you guys have found during renovations or what's some of the uh, scarier things that you found during renovation? Um, well, we haven't found we money, but yeah, I was going to say you should tell that story. So the first house that we ever flipped, <laughs> this was back in 2014. It was a little tiny ranch. We paid 165000 for it, which is insanely cheap money. Like free. Right. And um, there was a lady who lived there. She had, a lot of cats and the uh the son was a 
real estate client of Susan's from prior. So the mother had passed away, unfortunately. So she, you know, he called to say, Hey, my mom passed to get a seller house. And he was worried nobody wanted to buy it, have plywood floors, you know, it was just not finished. It's a mess, and, yeah. yeah, just his mother who lived there. So um, you know, we we worked out a deal with him. So we're demoing and ripping down the ceiling in the basement, this plywood. I stick this big bar in there, I pull this thing down, and it was like matrix movie <laughs> quality. I I mean, I this this thing of skull and fur came flying at my face, and I was like, Whoa, and my shoulder just everything went slow motion. My shoulder turned. I leaned back, it brushed past me, and I was like, whoa, whoa. And the smell was so overbearing. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, it was awful. So we never told, you know, her client, you know, we never said anything. But it's funny because he did call her and he's like, hey, by the way, did you find any cats? And and she's like, actually, yeah. He's like, I told my mother that that cat died in the ceiling, you know, so <laughs> it's kind of funny that yeah. it circled back to that. Yeah, I was like, yep, thanks for the warning. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we found a snake inside some trim and an exterior door. Oh yeah, yeah. So I just yeah, want to—I no. want to do the. Uh, have you ever heard the story where somebody found a Action Comics number one in Pittsburgh while doing it? So it was in Pittsburgh. They found an Action Comics number one, and for those that don't know what that is, that's the first appearance of Superman. And they found it. Somebody had used it for insulation inside yeah. of a house. And what this was back in like 2013, 2014. But the crazy thing about it was, is they find it and they're like, oh my God. And even in the condition it was in, it was like $175,000, $200,000 comic book. Yeah. And the aunt who was helping them was like, I want to see it. And they were like, look, we got, no, I want to see it. And they said they got the fussing about it and she ripped the front cover. It was a complete intact book. Oh. <laughs> And one hundred and seventy-five, two hundred thousand, still went to seventy-five thousand instantaneously. But wow. it was like one of those like you can find her in the walls now. That's <laughs> right. You can find her in the second wall behind the first wall now. Right, like the wall the within the wall. Right. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. No, we haven't. We haven't had the luck of finding anything. Nothing cool yeah, like no, that. Or, not or finding like, so no, much. Right. No money, just gro really gross things. Lots yeah. of gross things. Yeah, very gross things. <laughs> yeah. Some of the houses yeah. are really old. So, you know, the yeah, it kind of makes you think, like, especially when you get into older houses, like the house I grew up in was built in the 1800s. And it's like, I, oh, yeah, there we go. Built in the 1800s that I grew up in. Yeah, that's cool, though, because there's probably a lot of cool stuff in the walls there. The way, you know, you look at the construction then and the, the guys built that and how it yep. just, like, hammering by hand no nail guns and cast iron plumbing and like that's some real craftsmanship that they had to you know deal with back then so it's and it uh, lasts too i mean you look at that and how it lasted that long and then you look at the house that i'm in now and i'm like oh i'm really curious who built this because it's yeah. slightly terrifying <laughs> that's true we we uh we try to do things differently in a sense, not so much finding things but just trying to be creative for clients and stuff that they want or things and i always like to try what about um? So in season two, we have an episode coming out where the, oh, they yeah. wanted to do the basement for the kids, and he wanted a uh, rock climbing wall. I was all over that, not because I'm a big rock climber, because it was a whole big kids thing set up, and I was like, "Yes, we are doing this." He's like, "Do you think you guys can do it?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, we can do this." So we researched it some and got all, you know, we even had LED lights hanging down from there, so it lit up the wall, and you know, we had monkey bars in there and stuff. It was a really cool project. So That's that brings me to that awesome. point. Like, what what are some of the 
school. Uh, man, my service is off. Yeah. So you, you got a 28.8 modem? Uh, see you said 28.8 i was gonna say 56k i was gonna go right there thank you i'm glad somebody else is an ass like i am i am also (laughs) i live live in the middle of nowhere in northern michigan and up until like two it's called witness protection (laughs) up until like two or three weeks ago i was on satellite internet get like 300 millisecond pings and all that now i have starlink and it's faster but if a storm rolls in then my service goes He's actually got a crow that stands <laughs> yeah. on top of his shit with his carrier pigeons right outside waiting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, John supposed to go on vacation with with that. You know, he's gonna be worried about that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, I, I can't go on vacation now. You see, thanks, Susan. I appreciate you. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I'll just I'll go to the sportsplex, Sean. I've got my good internet up in the crow's nest. I'll be perfectly fine. Okay. He All goes right. to his uh OnStar to get service, you know. Um, <laughs> Funny enough, the cool part about having a hockey team is I'll just go to the arena and set up in my office and do it there. There you go. I always say, we put a man on the moon, but I can't get a cell phone signal in a basement. I don't understand it. You you could blame me partly for that, too. I used to put up cell phone antennas before I did all my graphics. Is that why why would we blame you? You Yeah. Everyone else seemed to. My son and I were in North Carolina. I just took him to college in Tampa. We drove from Albany to Tampa. Uh, Five days, Albany to Tampa and back to Albany. Five days. I hope you rented one of those little smart cars so it was a super tight ride. Nope. I drive a 2021 Nissan Titan Pro 4X. So so I'm, I'm in debt. Just in case. (laughs) I'm in debt. Um, I have, I was debt free till that trip, but we were actually, he's talking about cell phone towers. We were in between two cell phone towers physically, Drove past one, and within a mile, I looked up and I saw another one. I had zero bars. Wow. Zero. And I'm like, this isn't even possible. So I'm curious, uh, what is, what's the next step? So we've got all the different stuff. Like I said, the at Cadillac Homes, K-A-D-I-L-A-K Homes. We've got that. We've got the uh, the app. What's next for for Paul and Susan? So where, I mean, where we just finished season one, we've got season two of the show coming out in October. So that's coming up. Um, we just opened it's our little shop. There's not a lot in there right now, but we're working on building that out and we're just going to, you know, continue growing, building. We're fortunate people still want to watch us. So, you know, that if as long as people want to still watch and ask us to, you know, they want questions answered about how things are done and so forth. And we're happy to do that, you know, so it's, uh, it's process, right? People get to know you, you know, by watching you, you know, again, people watching is now not sitting on a bench in Boston. It's, you know, staring at people, it's going online and, you know, looking at what people are doing. So, um, and explaining process and things that people can really, you know, understand. So like YouTube is like a university. I mean, you can learn anything on YouTube. So it's like, you know, it's crazy how you get to meet so many creative people, you know, through these kind of um, you know, through this kind of track. So, you know, we've talked to somebody in Australia on a podcast who we'd never know a meet. And that was a very good conversation talking about how they do things, you know. So it's very cool how the social does expand that. You get to meet so many, there's so many more creative people than you really think, you know. So it's it's super interesting. I just got a machine, by the way, which is so awesome. And I'm trying to learn how to do things. What, what did you get? Hold on, I messed up. A CNC machine. Like a, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. It's badass. I'm not going to lie. Like yeah. a home CNC machine? Oh yeah, it's in my yes. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this company makes, um, it's by, was it? Yeti? It's called Yeti Smart Bench, which yeah. is cool because it's and a it's, Yeti. But. It's portable and it's like, it's, it's small, but it's. Yeah, you can take most most of those CNCs are like stationary. Once you load right. it down somewhere, it has to stay there. This one is not. This one, um, they're like a 3D printing company, and then they created this this piece because uh, some one of the guys was like, "I want to do this, but it's too much room. I don't have the room." So, th- so we built this. Um, so it like sets up in about five minutes, and you can get it rolling. And it's it, you know the whole point of it is that it's not um, you know you don't need an engineering degree to run it. So uh, that's what I've been learning. I've been just carving things like crazy. I say, so like bar, you can throw like bar stock, everything in there. A- anything you want, anything you pretty much can think of, you can, you can make, cause you can carve, you can, it, it does real intricate carving if you want. It does up to six inches thick in the wood. So, you know, signs, like I did a couple, like I did a Cadillac home sign to test it, see how it looks. And then, you know, we do a lot of like light boxes in the ceilings and stuff. And she, you know, we'll do herringbone design, but it's out of wood, you know, so we'll make tile out of wood and then bevel it. And it's, it's very, you know, it takes a while, a lot of labor to do it. So now, you know, this machine can help us do things like that, where it can just do the whole kind of print the whole thing. And then we can just pop it up as one piece. So there's less nail holes, there's no seams, you know, so it's, it, you know, you can get really creative with it. That's so cool. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, cool I'm not good at it like... yet at any means, but I'm going to learn how to really run that thing well. Yeah, already what you've what you've done with it, even the, the samples and stuff we've seen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a long list of things that I'm like, okay, we need this and we need this and we need this. Yeah, we have we in our new house, we put 10 foot ceilings in the basement. So it's very big. Yeah, I mean, it's baller. I'm not going to lie. It's... No, that's that's basketball or court. Basketball that's... or court. Ball, court, quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter oh. inch. It's like Night Qu- Judge, Judge Night. Wait, uh, Night Court. Court. Night yeah. Court. I used to love that show. So did I. That was a you show. look kind of like uh, Harry. Mm-hmm. No, I got hair. You know. <laughs> no, the judge. That was oh, the you're judge. right. I was thinking of the tall guy that was bald. What no, was that it? was Bull. Bullshit. Bull. 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 Right. Bull. That was Bull. I told you I loved that show. I watched it. Yeah. That and Fraggle Rock. That was one of my favorites when I was yeah. a kid. They brought that back. You know that, right? I know. I know. They brought Did you name the dog on Fraggle Rock? I always ask people that. I remember. remember I don't remember if they brought the dog back. But you remember the, the dog's name? But it was Bud or uh, no, something like that. Do you know? Do you know Double Dibble? I don't. That, that, <laughs> what was I the don't. dog's name? Sprocket. 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 Yes. Now, do you know what the most? Me- now you bring up Fraggle Rock. Do you know what the most memorable episode of Fraggle Rock was to me? And it's and to me, it's such a. Now thinking about it, it is such a uh, could fit into so many categories. Remember, they always ate the builders' projects, right? Yes, the doozers. The doozers. So there was an episode where the the real hippie one made everyone stop eating their projects, and he was like, he, "He's like, stop! You're destroying it, man! Like, let it go!" <laughs> and they all stopped, and then the doozers got so frustrated because they're like we don't have anything else to build or anywhere else to build. You guys are supposed to eat this so we can build more and they wouldn't do it. And then finally they were like, everybody was so hungry for them and they finally did it. And the doozers were so happy. And I'm like, you really think about it. They just fucked the whole system up because one person had an opinion that didn't check with everybody else. Welcome to the world. Yeah. Is it so not a metaphor for the world? Fraggle rock. See, you can learn so much. Yeah, I mean, that's and, we had we had TGI Friday, you know, you're like, oh, cool, Steve Urkel's on, or uh, you know, Growing Pains, you know, uh, oh, yeah. you know, you know, Boner, remember Boner on Growing Pains? 
Yep. God. Yeah, his best friend, yeah. right? Yeah, use, yep. use that name today. <laughs> that's my point, right? You, that's the kind of stuff. His father, do you remember the fa- bone his father's name was Sylvester Stabone? I don't know if you remember that. No, I did really not really remember cool. that. Yeah. Well, there was wow, so, right? my my son that I said we, we just took off. We're, folks, if you're still hanging with us, we'll talk about some building shit here in a minute. We're <laughs> if they're hanging with us, we apologize. We're <laughs> left turning for a moment. <laughs> so my, my son was talking about that. He was like, he the one I just took to college, he's like, well, dad, those old shows, they used to do so many things. I was like, son, you got to remember those old Bugs Bunny Looney Tune cartoons were also propaganda machines. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you don't think about it, but Bugs doing, you know, dressing the way he did and making fun of other uh, nations we were battling with. They were part of the propaganda machine. And he's like, I never, never pieced that together. I'm like, yeah. And anybody who ever you know, wants to talk bad about, you know, oh, society didn't understand things. Bugs was dressing in drag long before anybody else thought it was cool. Look at Elmer Fudd and his gun rights, you know? Yeah. Masculine Wabbit, you know? It's crazy. Oh, oh yeah. Don't even... I, I, I always love the, the gun rights people. You ever want to upset them? I don't want to upset anyone. I just want to put that <laughs> I, I, I love messing I with love them. Everyone. So whether As they, a Marine, not, I, I have... Everybody my, love everybody. Well, it. as a Marine, I have my guns. I have all those things. I always love messing with those people and being like, Hey, you know why California gun rights suck? And they're like, yeah, because Democrats. I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. they're like, what? I'm like, Ronald Reagan. They're like, what? I was like, remember when he was the governor? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he changed. He changed their gun rights. It was because he didn't like the Black Panthers walking around open carry. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah, go look at Read go. a book, dude. Like, Thank you. I'm like, <laughs> right? read a book. And they all get they all get wildly upset at me. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm yeah. a libertarian. Wait, wait. I mean, look. Yeah, everything's very po- so that. polarized right now. Yeah, it's, it's like, like thank you. People it's get so that. crazy. It's yeah. just like you can't. I just poke it. Well, see, you can't see my shirt right now. <clears throat> I we stopped at a uh, nine line on the way down, and it's got Winnie the Pooh on it, and it's got Winnie the Pooh. You know, he always carried the pop gun, the court gun, Winnie the yep. Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it says uh, "Stay strapped or get clapped" <laughs> with Winnie the Pooh. I love oh, it. Yeah. Oh, there's there's all sorts of. I mean, the nine line thing. I think I love nine. Grunt style one is the, uh, it's where it's a five, five, six round and it says just a tip. And I'm yep. like, yep, this is appropriate. This is well, good. I bought my wife up. a care. I bought my wife a care bear one, a nine line care bear shirt. And it's all care bears wearing NVGs and stuff like that. And at the top of it, it says care meter. And at the end, and it's all pegged. Up, don't care. <laughs> well, that's the, the shirt I'm wearing. The back of it's a unicorn. Tie it back in. In our app, we do care about our clients. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what this is what happened. You got two Marines, and we were just we, we went off for a moment. No, but back to where we're supposed okay. to. So that's welcome okay. back, everyone. Yeah, welcome welcome back. back. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we make left turns. Back to the show. I mean, I gotta make some more popcorn and stuff, and go and break into my neighbor's house and get some peanut butter. Oh my god, I, that's a pretty that Rhodes is pretty nice. It's pretty baller. They they get yeah, kind of want one megaphone. They got. Welcome to the Rod and Jack show. You know, it's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> that the the roads is pretty impressive. Like yeah. I said, I, I I wanted the I saw the roads, I liked it. The price is good on the roads, I think. And then I was but I was looking at I've got all Zoom. Like everything I have is Zoom related. So hey, it's hey, it's, whatever listen, whatever you're comfortable with. That's what half of it is. So we've got the website, we've got everywhere we can find you. We've got the uh any you, are you guys doing your own podcast yet? 
No, we're not. But Paul would Paul would love to because he has all this equipment and he, he's ready. He's so ready. But no, we do not. <laughs> I, I feel like yet. like Paul, let's talk for a minute here. I feel like well, that might be a thing. Music first. Hold on. How are you doing tonight? How's everybody <laughs> hanging in there? Good. So we got a little uh actually that's not a good one. That's a great one. <laughs> How y'all doing? We're about to get this podcast lit. Hashtag get lit. You know? I, 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 it's ready. I'm ready for it. You know, he's so, so ready. Yeah, I get a lot of funny sounds and clips, but I, that are probably inappropriate, so I won't play them because I don't want to. Let me think know. here for a minute. You know, I, I mean, we could definitely, if you need to know, I'm, see, in my opener, it's more something like driving nails and driving it home and getting hammered with, with Paul of Cadillac Homes. There you go. We watched the watermelon clip yesterday, which was... <laughs> What'd you think of that shit? <laughs> I um, was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, Susan, I was looking at it and I was like, what the f- was that? That is incredible. She ruined them floors. She That's why I said she needed to call you. She ruined them floors with that watermelon. Yeah. She, she, she sure did. Yeah. And it uh, looked like it was seedless, but I couldn't tell. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I have to go back. Go on to my TikTok, folks, and, and, and watch that video and tell me if it was a seedless watermelon or not. I couldn't. Can we get a poll? Does, does that have to come with a disclaimer to go into your TikTok? No. 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 You want to go on a TikTok, his TikTok, though, yes. <laughs> so, well, I, you guys have a ton going on. I love it. And and your energy, I, I can already feel it that I feel like it probably translates to the work site. Like, yeah, we try to be appreciative to the to the people that work with us, we like to say, because people can go work wherever they want. But we are very fortunate that we have good people that work with us. Um, they believe in kind of what we're doing and and they want to be part of that process. And that's a huge piece, you know. So it's relationships like you were talking earlier, your electrician, you love your electrician, you know. So yeah. it's like it's the same thing for us. Like our subs, like we have really good relationships with them. That's why if we need them and call them, they, you know, show up. So like we we try to be good to buy pizza for them one day. I've had the ice cream man come in the summertime when it's hot. I'm like, hey, come just get them all ice cream and send me the bill, whatever. So and and even the clients, like, you know, going through renovation, building, whatever, it's all it's it's all very stressful. You're displaced, you're spending a ton of money, you know, you're you're, you're making the right out. decision. Right. So yep. it's like to, to go through that process that so we try to keep it as low stress as we can because it's like there's no reason to get you know we, we try to keep everybody as like kind of you know calm and lay back as much as we can and paul you know we call him the cfo he's the chief fun officer he brings all the fun that's necessary i i tell people when my wife and i redid our living room floors that we almost got divorced three times like it's, yeah. it's stressful now yeah, yeah it's it's crazy yeah yeah. I mean, I've walked in on couples like mid fighting things flying in the air and I'm like, um, I'm going to see you guys. I'll talk to you guys later. You know, so <laughs> then then you see them when they're not mad at each other and they, you know, like, yeah, they see they know you saw them. And they laugh about it with you, you know, so it's like hey. but that, that's good for you guys. I mean, that's a testament to what you guys do, that you can essentially talk people off the edge, off the off the edge by being who you are and having that relationship with them. And that's why we named the show Renovation Rekindle because Susan and I don't go out because we really do love our house. So we wanted people to kind of, you know, when they buy a home, they have this vision of like, oh, there's so much space. We can do this. We can do this. And then they move in and then maybe it's like, well, this door squeaks and and this this doesn't open right. And this, you know, it's like a relationship at the beginning. They have all this hope and then it starts dwindling with all the, they learn all the nuances of it. And then we want to come in and fix it and make them fall back in love with the house. So, um, you know. It. That's why we call it renovation rekindle because we want people to fall back in love with the house. So it's like they have a vision, but they don't know how to articulate it and try to put it out there. And I think that's 
where Susan comes in and knowing, you know, how to, she knows how to build it. She doesn't need me by any means. I'm sure people have already picked up on that, <laughs> uh, you know, but you know, she can build the house without me, but you know, the way she designs it for people, the questions that she asks them, you know, cause when people call you essentially, you know, why'd you call us? I hate my kitchen. That's the R S T L N E of wheel of fortune, right? You already know that for a fact that they don't like the look of something. What's deeper than that? You know, why don't you like it? Well, you know, me and my husband can't cook in the same time. Okay. Where do you have to keep your spice? I got to go all the way over here. So she starts digging in and peeling those layers back and really listening to what they're saying to pull that design together for them. Now, is there, you, you hinted at, you were reached out to by the people who will, shall not be named the, the channel that shall not be named. If you want me on your channel, though, folks, you can reach out to me. I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'm pretty much willing to do anything. I, I don't give a shit. But I'll whore myself out. I don't care. It'll be renovation wrecked. That's what I would call that shit. Here, he's going to go ahead and put a nail in. I don't know what I'm doing. So, but is would you still ever consider that? Or have you kind of reached a point where that's just, it's not a necessary evil? Like, you're not looking to build your own magnolia in your own shop like you said you have a shop but like you know there's that that husband and, and wife couple that they got a fucking they got a destination they do yeah they have a destination yeah i mean you know i mean you know for us yeah i mean we're you know we're just going to continue you know working on on building our business but like you know do we need to to do that to you know to continue to build our business you know i don't i don't believe that we do no i think you know i think the reason Susan and I get along so well, people are like, how do you guys work together, husband and wife? I, I actually find it easier because, you know, if she's having a tough day or I am, we kind of know why, you know. Right. Like, okay, you understand. Where so let's see, it was left different, up. You know, occupations where you don't really understand what they do and, you know, and so forth. So, you know, Bob at the office kept bugging me at the water cooler, you know. He just kept asking me about my spreadsheets. It was, you know, I was like, when's he going to go away? You know, you're like, huh? Who the hell is Bob? What do you yeah. Right, she do talking about you know. And if so you're like, anything like me, you're like Bob. Who the fuck is Bob? Do I have to fight Bob? Like, do I have to fight this guy now? Like, I don't want to fight this guy. Do I have to fight this guy? Don't embarrass me. No. Like, I don't. I don't know this guy. I gotta fight this guy now. And you're like, just wait till the Christmas party. Just wait till the Christmas party. I'll find Bob. And then all of a sudden, you're. Well, that's what ends up happening. You go to those events, and then you're like, your wife's like, have a good one. And you're like, you never introduced me to him. Oh, that's Bob. That's the guy. That's the mother. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> why why Where's are you so talk? upset the, where, <laughs> i thought i was supposed to be mad at him yes yeah so that's a you know so it's it's easier to understand i think than people might you know conceptually realize it for, you know for that because we, yeah, people say how do you work right. how do you work together i right. think it's easier and we do enjoy spending time with each other some couples don't like to spend time with each other you know we actually do enjoy spending time with each other and our kids you know when, when in our downtime um but you know it's cool that we can help people you know you never think of changing someone's life in that sense when you're doing a renovation right um so it's cool to be part of that process it's humbling when people like pull their blindfolds off and you just, they're just like cry you know they're crying in front of you like they're so happy you know so yeah. it's it is it's, a very emotional process like you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you don't necessarily think about that when you think about building but you know it is a very emotional process when you're working on someone's home so like for us like that's first and foremost that we always keep in mind and why we want to, you know, keep the client's expectations and everything that they are kind of on the journey with us and that it's not a, so that they don't look back on it and remember it as like this, like thing that they hated going through. Um, 
you know, the, it, it, it's of course always stressful and you're displaced, but you know, in the end it's worth it. So yeah, you're broke, you're stressed and you're displaced three <laughs> not fun places to be. Yeah. Oh, it's like being homeless. Fuck. And, right? and then you add hope to that, that it hope that it looks how right. you think it's going to look at the end of the day. Cause a lot of people have a hard time visualizing. Yeah. You know? So like, we know like at certain points of the project, like we, it's, it's like, it's like clockwork. We know that at the beginning they're at one state of mind, we get you know, we get to another certain point. Okay. This, when we get to this point, no matter how long it's been, it's been too long. So, you know, then they're, they're over it. And then when we get to a point where it's like, it's almost done, but it's not quite done. That's when it really ramps up because it's getting close, but it's not there yet. So then the, the levels just go off the charts, right. but like, we're ready for it. We're just, you know, we're just like, okay, yep, this is normal. This is the cycle. Everything's going to be fine. And we have one client, he, he, you know, we were probably like 90% done and he was like, yeah, like we're done. And I was like, yeah, but we're not. So you got to wait. <laughs> we're just not done. Like we're almost done, but we're not done. Um, and everybody kind of goes through that, you know, and it's, it's, it's every time, but it's as long as in the end, when we're done, it was, you know, it was worth it. And they're happy. Like, that's all we care about. Yeah, and it's a, it, it makes that moment when they're like, getting ready to lose it. We're like, we promise it's going to be fine. We know it's going to be fine. We know it's, you know, it's not so great right now, but it's going to be, it's going to be fine. And, and kudos to our clients on the show. Cause they get shut out after a certain point that they can't see it. So they don't know like what was done today. What, you know, so we try to keep them up to date with that, but like they don't physically see the process, you know, progress. So they're just like, starting to drive themselves crazy, crazy over it, you know? And uh, like the one, the couple we had where I had the plywood walls up. He was working from home and I'm like making noise. I'm like, it looks sick in here. You're going to be loving this. And he's like, screw you. <laughs> you know, so, you know, you, you tease him and stuff, but they know you're doing it because you really care and you want to see, you know, how, it, how it's going to all come out at the end of the day, you know? So it's like, did, did we hit the mark? Did, did it solve the problems that they needed solving? You know? And, and it's like, you know, people always have a vision of like, we're going to have memories here, our kids, you know, this and that. So it's like, and when you have a comfortable place to go, it is a life changing thing. You know, when you can come home and like you had a rough day, you know, fighting with some whatever, when you have a place to go, ah, you know, and you're comfortable in it, there's the, the, the price is worth it sometimes, you know, it depends depending on who you have. <laughs> what are you going to say, Dibs? Oh, no, it's such a sigh of relief. I mean, that's just us doing our floors. We just did our closet. And I mean, simple stuff. He and just it's just you out. walk. Yeah. Hi there. I'm good. Yeah, no, yeah just, you're good. Just got out of, just got out of that your closet's in the shed outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just saying he just got out of it. So. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. No, uh, but it's one of those things where we walk in now and it's just such a sigh of relief to not have how bad it was, to have not gross carpet where we redid our floor. So I can't even imagine the level of, I mean, essentially like euphoria that your clients mm -hmm. experience when they've had that peak of, nope, I'm done because I've been there. So to actually have that and then to walk in and just see what they designed is amazing. So mm -hmm. I mean, even something like as little as like the carpet, like one thing you think about, like that is an annoyance every single day. And even if you don't think about it all the time. Those things that you hate about your house, they're there like pecking at you every single day. So when it's finally done, it is, it is a different feeling. And we tell people like, you need to live in your house for a while first before you do a renovation. Cause you need to learn the house. You need to learn what you do not like about that house so that you can fix those issues. Right. 
So like once you that you, you know it indefinitely, you don't like about your house because the stuff that you do like it doesn't it's not on the radar as much, you know. So well, it's it's like you mentioned, it's like a relationship. When you first get it, you're like, oh my god, this is amazing! I love everything about it. And then about three months later, you're like, wow, I really hate that closet. I really <laughs> right. hate that cabinet. I'm going <laughs> to go demo it right now. <laughs> you're looking at the house like, did you just rip one? It stinks. <laughs> See, I wish you guys lived closer to me. You have no idea. Cause I just need, I need that savior. We're going to have to close this up in a minute and I'll get things thrown at me in a moment. I love my wife. I told you, my wife is the person who's like, well, why can't we do it? I'm the one who has to fix it afterwards. <laughs> I can't tell you many times there's been projects where she started them and I went, what are you doing? Well, I'm going to go ahead and redo this whole entire room. I'm taking this wall out and putting that wall in. And I'm like, <laughs> Like that's an outside wall. What do you mean? Uh, yeah, no. yeah, like, like, babe, like we're, we can't, that's, it's load bearing. What do you mean? It's load bearing. Do, do you see the way it's, it's running? It's running along the house. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, like you have no idea. And my wife is amazing, but she's an amazing supporter with other things. But that's yeah. the one where I'm like, like, I wish I had somebody like, much closer. We have a friend who, who who can do all these things, but he's the guy who's like, I've done these for years. Let me point at you as you do it, and then you can do it. And I'm like, again, I, I'm not that. My dad, I'll leave you with this. My dad was the guy who used to say, I'm not doing that work because I'm not taking food off of somebody else's table. Solid. I mean, that was my old man. So, so where are some places that any like home, like, I don't know if you guys do these or not, like home shows, anything like that coming up. If somebody wanted to meet you, if they actually were in the, the Boston area, um, we do birthdays and bar mitzvahs and stuff, whatever. We're, so very, we're very tangible bar, bird houses at bar mitzvahs. That would be so amazing. <laughs> so we'll be at, the, there's a builder show in Vegas in January. We'll be there. Um, there's High Point Market in October. We'll be there. Carolinas, yeah. Yep. And um, yeah, no, well, I mean, well, you know, we're other than that, we're always here, especially, especially now, you know, through through this time, yeah, through the summer, it's our busy season, so we're we're just here, doing as much as we can while we still have daylight. Right. And so, and the app is Renovation Rekindle, and, yep. and that's on all the major platforms, face or at Facebook, Apple, and uh, Android. The Google Apple, Google Android, Google. you can get Apple TV, yep, Fi Amazon, Amazon Fire, Fire Roku, Roku yeah, it's pretty much available in there. So, so it's all free, yeah. All free. That's, that was going to be my next question because we didn't get into that. Was is there any cost to somebody picking up the app? So so that's all free, yep. uh, and then they can find you again at Cadillac Homes, and that's K A D I L A K Homes uh, with an S at the end of it, and that's Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Uh, Twitter, any Twitch? You got a Twitch yet? You need a Twitch. You should okay. be streaming, Twitch streaming, putting houses together. That should be great. That would be a new thing. We time lapse them, which is kind of cool to watch. That, see it? I'd love it. Uh, and then if you want to, you know, if you want to know about, you know, how to lay bricks properly, Susan will teach you how to do that. My grandfather <laughs> will teach you that. Yes. If if, if you want to learn about uh, geeking out on sound gear and everything, Paul can teach you about that. And mullets, I'm a professional. And mullet, he's a professional mullet rider. Um, he's a mullet guy. Uh, folks, you guys are amazing. You're so much fun. I think it would just, I don't know if I, see, I couldn't do it. I'm a, I have horrible anxiety. There's a thing in Massachusetts that helps me with my anxiety. I'm not going to get into, but I. <laughs> the I, governor? 
Huh? What? The governor helps you. <laughs> yes, the governor of Massachusetts helps me with my anxiety. <laughs> um, what's, what's that thing? My anxiety is I can't think of the whole TikTok. Your anxiety thing. has anxiety. Is that what you're my saying? My anxiety has anxiety. Thank you, Uncle Sam, misguided children. I appreciate that. That's a oh, gift. I got a I got. shirt. I got a shirt coming for you, Sean. You'll you'll like it. Oh God, Uncle Sam's misguided children gifted me with with such great anxiety. Um, I can't like my best friend Ken's laughing at me. He knows the truth about it. So all that's going on as we don't log off afterwards because I got to talk to you guys right after this. So we're gonna talk for a moment. But uh, I even gave you the pointer finger. You Um, did. At least you had a knife hand up. Knife hand. Listen here. I was never a knife hand guy. You know what I was? Dibs. I was always a snapping point. Yeah, I take a snapping point over a knife hand. Yeah, I was never a knife hand. I never like that's a whole Marine Corps thing. Like guys that would talk like this with the knife hand, like the GI Joe Kung Fu grip knife hand. <laughs> and then there was those of us who were, came from another generation, which everything was a point and snap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do that too. I get the whistle. I can whistle out. Do, do you put? Do you point and snap? That you got to point though when you do it, as your snap and point. Oh yeah, no. I mean, people usually don't want to listen to me, so it yeah. really isn't effective. Use <laughs> communication for me. That is one of the best things I did gain from the Marine Corps, though, is I go to these events with all kinds of other people in my industry for staffing or for HR and all this stuff. And there'll always be somebody up there going, excuse me, excuse me, I need I need everyone's attention. Excuse me. And for some reason, I'm close to where that person's at. And I'll look at them and go, do you need me to get everyone's attention? And they'll be like, can you do that for me? And I just give this, oh, and everybody's like, fuck <laughs> And they yeah. all look that way, and I'm like, "Have a nice day." And I just kind of get the gun in the AL or the the lock it up real quick, just blow people. Yep, lock yeah. it up doesn't work for civilians. They don't know what that means. I but actually have that- um, a microphone that I carry with me that's available at any time. It's you know, it's um, Bluetooth, so you can karaoke with it if you ever need to get attention. It's very, it's a very effective tool too. That's yeah. so awesome. Highly so, as we do, and, and you guys may have to rock paper scissor this one because there's two of you. So as we do on. Every show, um, let me do this one thing real quick. As always, folks, sticker in a cause. Uh, if you've got a cause, something you're supporting, make sure you reach out to us. Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, uh, TikTok. It's all the Above the Bar podcast. Even our uh, email is the Above the Bar podcast. You can find Dibs at Media by Dibs on Link or on uh, Instagram and on Facebook. And his LinkedIn is Andrew Dibble. So make sure you reach out to him if, for any of your media needs. Uh, as we do in every single show, the guests get the last word. So what is you guys figure out? Cause there's two of you. I mean, I don't know if you want to split this. I don't know if you want to go. I said, and then go back and forth. I don't know what you want to do, but you tell me. So the guest gets the last word. So what's the last word from Cadillac Holmes? Okay. I guess I'm going <laughs> to, I guess I'm going to get the last word. Yeah. People heard me enough. They want to hear you. So. <laughs> uh, you put me on the spot here. Um, go ahead, Paul. Uh, well, uh, we, we appreciate the generosity of you gentlemen's time, taking the time out to speak with us. And for anybody listening currently, we appreciate them also listening. And we encourage stalking on all our social media channels at Cadillac Homes. And hopefully people will download the app and check out what we're up to. Um, you know, we uh, enjoy and really love what we do and the process. And, you know, we have a passion for that. Uh, you know, when Susan brought me into it, I had a passion that for the firefighting that she brought me to that. And then I had to get I had the chance to fall in love with that as well. Um, you know, and I suggest every man out there try to find a girl with a dump truck. So, um, you know, and the last takeaway I'll say is 
download the app Renovation Rekindle. And my piece of advice for remodeling is doing it right costs less than doing it again. Be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.